Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. So welcome to July 18th. Do you miss the traditions already? I do. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I did a series of 12 podcasts, each one focusing on a different tradition, and you can find them under our 12 Traditions playlist in the Two Sober Chicks account on wherever you get your podcasts. So if you listened a couple of days ago, you will also know that I found this website, which I absolutely love, called JustForTodayMeditations.com. And you can enter the day that you're looking for and find like 25 different readings for that particular day from a whole bunch of different books on recovery and meditation and other things. And so today, I just pulled up July 18th. Um, Let's see what stands out to me. Now, pocket sponsor book quote. No, no. I should have done this before. Huh, this looks interesting. Oh, there's not many either. Okay, it's from... The title, the heading is Alki Speak. It's a quote from a book. I have an amnesty prayer. I've seen it work hundreds of times. It's very simple. You can put it in your own words. I forgive everyone on the face of this earth, living or dead, who has ever done anything to me, real or imagined, and I want good things to happen to them. If you will continue to say that, I will guarantee that your attitude toward the people who are troubling you in your life is going to change. I really like that. So my understanding of amnesty is safe harbor. Let's see if I got that right. Amnesty, an official pardon for people who have been convicted of political offenses. Interesting. All right. I love this because I think forgiveness is one of the most powerful forces on earth and it will break apart chains that have you imprisoned and incarcerated in your life. So to say our our 12 and 12 says this, I believe it's in the ninth step, 12 and 12, the chapter on the ninth step, where it talks about part of the amends process or the spiritual principle of justice which is what step nine's spiritual principle is it's when you make amends to people is that we have to be willing not only to receive apologies with as much grace as we would want our apologies to be received with but to accept apologies from people that will never give them and why is that important because when we are in unforgiveness we are a slave to that person and a We are stuck in that time when the offense was committed. So to forgive ourselves is really just cutting the cord and letting ourselves go. And there is a powerful thing that happens when you wish good things on people that you don't like. It's almost as if the very thing that you wish for them or the good things that you wish for them befalls you. You start to get a better life as a result of wishing that for other people. It's almost like you wish something into existence or you pray for something into existence and you think you're doing it for the other person, but God looks at you and says, good job, little servant, you get that too. 
And I think it really restores the humanity to the situation because let's face it, when you're angry at someone, the underlying feeling is hurt. But we're not safe feeling hurt or expressing hurt in our world. It's much more acceptable to be angry. And quite frankly, feeling angry is much more empowering than feeling hurt or abandoned or betrayed. Those are heavy, heavy emotions. I think all deep down inside, we just want to know we're little, good little boys and good little girls worthy of love and care. That's, that's what I get across the miles that I travel when I'm doing service work and also in my own heart. I remember Oprah once doing an interview and she says no matter how high the person is in society, kings, queens, emperors, celebrities, they all just want to know after the interview, did I do okay? And I think it's a really sweet and endearing thing to want to do okay. I think it's a really also a very sweet and endearing thing to ask someone how Uh, to tell you when their needs are not being met. I happen to be in a new relationship. It's actually a marriage. Whoops, got married here in Tennessee. Guess how many days we knew each other? 11. That's a whole other podcast. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, anyways. The reason this comes to mind is because I have had a conversation with one of my best friends Um, the day before yesterday or maybe it was even yesterday and this my new husband and we consistently asks me what can I do to make you feel more secure in this relationship or tell me how I can better serve you Um, if when your needs are not being met please tell me and my true blue bestie who I've been friends with for 25 years she often tells me when she's not feeling secure in our relationship or what she needs and it's never done in a, in a bad way she'll say I just want to be alongside with you in this and I wish I could have celebrated she's talking about the marriage most recently because it came as a shock to everyone she want she said I, I just want to be close enough to you that I can celebrate these things like your first kiss when you first met how you decided to get married what did you get married in what was it like tell me your feelings what is he like and that's her way of saying I'm feeling left out of your life and I love you so much that I just want to be a part of things and she was really good in the past too expressing jealousy over some new friends I had made um feeling like she doesn't want to find I remember when she's like I don't want to find out about your life on Instagram I want I feel like I'm close enough to you that you would tell me yourself and that is really a endearing to me because that's making yourself wide open and vulnerable but it's also allowing the person who's in your life to understand when something's not right for the other person that will directly affect your relationship. I'm not that ballsy. I can be ballsy, but it will take me a while to get to that point where I'm like, I'm feeling hurt over this or not even just hurt because it's easy to say I'm feeling hurt. It's a totally other thing to say my needs are not being met in this relationship and I want to talk about it. So whether it's a husband and wife um, who sexual needs are not being met, that's a huge deal to be able to go to your partner and say, I want to be close to you. I want to do this with you and I'm just finding like we're not getting there. Most men are horribly offended by that. Lots of men aren't. 
but I have women in my life where the mere mention of that uh, has made the man feel inadequate or insecure instead of looking at it as my wife loves me and wants to be intimate with me and how do I serve her and make this happen? Or whether it's just a plain friendship and you're feeling jealous of other friendships that seem to be getting closer or stronger just by saying, my needs aren't being met. I want to spend more time with you. And not to take it as you're doing something bad, just like my this friend really wants to be a part of my life. How could I be mad at that? So I don't even know how we got on this topic, but I think it's really important. If your needs aren't being met in a relationship right now, it could even be like professor-student. You need extra help. It could be parent-child where you say to your daddy, Daddy, I don't want you to fix it for me. I just want you to listen and give me a hug. It's very important if you want to take your relationship to the next level in terms of any kind of intimacy to be honest about these things and not to rob someone else of making your relationship deeper with them. I think it's a really beautiful thing and I wish I could figure out why that came up. (laughs) Um, But whatever. Anyways, I'm sure you're feeling like I just dropped a bomb on you that I got married, but... I guess I should tell my parents now. My sponsor's going to fucking flip. She's going to flip. I will actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell my sponsor and then I'll tell you what she said on this podcast. That's going to be fun. Anyways. Okay. That was a good 10 minutes. Um, I love this website. I love the readings. Check it out if you haven't. Just for today, meditations.com. Thank you for listening. I love you. You are the probably the eighth person I've told that I'm married now. So thank you for receiving it. And just know that I am safe and I am happy and I can't believe this life. I could not have gotten here without getting sober. You, ca- My life now today is a direct result of me stopping drinking and entering the program of recovery because I could not have been halfway good enough for this man had I not done the work of the 12 steps and ensconced myself in the wisdom of the recovery program. And it's just been such a gift to me. I couldn't have done it without you, in other words. So thank you. I hope you're well. If you need to get to a meeting, don't forget there's Zoom meetings all over the place. You can go on aa.org. There's no excuse anymore in these COVID times. Some cities have open meetings, some haven't. You can schedule a socially distanced meeting in your backyard if you want. Seekers, fine. So go out there and find your fellowship and find your meeting. And I'll talk to you soon.